well, cousins, you know, are, they're kind of like siblings. If you have the right setup, mm, when you're a yeah. child, you are with them all the time, all of the time, or you're with them regularly enough to have all the benefits of a sibling and none of the negatives of a sibling. Mm, mm, you don't get in yeah. fist fights with your cousin. <laughs> I never did. Maybe I should have. <laughs> I kind of grew up with my cousins, like two of the oldest ones, because I'm the oldest cousin on both sides of the family. And then um, we had two um, two other older girl cousins. And then my brother came along. And so we, my mom watched Brittany and Brooke. And uh, so we kind of grew up together. Um, and they always blame me for doing church musicals in our living room. <laughs> the, no shock. No all. <laughs> Uh, uh, so that's a lot of fun. Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for people we love, and that's probably you. My name's Chad Poe. And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. So, Chad, what's the word of the day? It's the word of the day. It, yeah, it's the word of the day. Oh, yeah. Word of the day. Yeah. Our word is life, as in something worth doing, living. Let's make sure that we are alive. He is alive in us. Nothing can take your place. Yes, and your reviews give us life. See what I did there, Chad? So please make sure you rate and share and review on Apple Podcasts. So shout out this week goes to Alex CC7979 on Apple Podcasts for our review this week. They start off by saying, I'd give it six stars if I could. This podcast is just like Kung Pao chicken. Just the right mix of spice and sweet. <laughs> it's nice to listen weekly to something positive, uplifting, and smart. Great work, y'all. Great work, Alex. Kung Pao which chicken. Which person do you think is spice and which person do you think is sweet? Oh, I'm definitely the spice, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. And we want to hear from more of you. So head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only. Anything less and you will be dead to me. Woo. <laughs> Coming in hot. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. So our word this week is, um, ironically, life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh man this weekend i just had a lot going on speaking of life and all the things these are the things that we all love they're the things that chad hates boo what a terrible phrase <laughs> uh i had a birthday I went to my grandfather's memorial service. I saw family. I saw friends I haven't seen in years. I ate duck donuts. I mean, all of it. It was it was a busy weekend for me. Do you feel like that was life-giving or were you exhausted? Um, it it was all it was all of those things. Like I I feel like it was bittersweet. Like it's so sweet to see family and remember the loved ones that have gone on before. Um, my grandfather, he loved the Lord and lived a life of faith. And so it was just a sweet time to remember that. Um, but also just being around so many people. I have not been around that many people in in over a year. And so that was a lot to just be around. A lot of people, what are the rules? It's different. Even we, my, my parents live in North Carolina 
and the service was in South Carolina. And even mm -hmm. from state to state, the rules are different. Things are changing. It's just different everywhere. What do you do? So anyway, it was just a real sweet time. And I'm, I was grateful to see some of the family members that I hadn't seen in, in years. Um, cause I just follow them on Instagram and that sort of thing. So right, it's just different. I, I've been to a couple of family members funerals, you know, just over the years. And that's typically when you kind of catch up and see people, unfortunately, is at memorial services, reunions. I don't know. Do you go to reunions anymore? It's funny like the way the reunions work because the, the more that families spread out, the less likely those things are to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when it's just, okay, we get this nuclear family or close to a nuclear family you want to make sure they see the grandkids and the uh, and the uncles and the cousin and everything that's involved with having a family but when you so your mom and dad you've got one brother is that right yeah yeah okay so if a family has three kids and all of them get married and have multiple kids by the time you ran down the generational road a couple of, of you know miles or whatever then you're going to all you do is go to reunions so you you cut the potato salad potluck gathering out and you're left with sadly memorial services yeah yeah well my my grandparents on my dad's side they were both only children and so it's very different going to a memorial they had cousins and things but they were only children and my um my papa and my Gigi, they both have siblings and lots of family and all this kind of stuff. So it's just very different dynamics from family to family, who you're going to see and where you're going to go and that sort of thing. So I traveled a little bit. Um, and that was also kind of exhausting just being on the road, but it was great to see everybody and just so grateful for the time we sang it as well with my soul. And yeah, it was just really nice to be together. Well, cousins, you know, and are they're kind of like siblings if you have the right setup mm, when you're a yeah. child you are with them all the time all of the time or you're with them regularly enough to have all the benefits of a sibling and none of the negatives of a sibling mm, mm, you don't get in yeah. fist fights with your cousin <laughs> i never did maybe i should have <laughs> i kind of grew up with my cousins like two of the oldest ones because I'm the oldest cousin on both sides of the family. And then um, we had two, um, two other older girl cousins and then my brother came along. And so we, my mom watched Brittany and Brooke. And uh, so we kind of grew up together um, and they always blame me for doing church musicals in our living room. <laughs> the, no shock, no awe. <laughs> Uh, uh, so that's a lot of fun. So it's, it's fun to reminisce about the good old days, but there's also a lot of cousins that kind of came afterwards. We didn't really grow up together. So it's kind of nice to catch up with them and see where they are. A lot of them are graduating from school or, you know, working or that kind of thing. So it's kind of nice to catch up with people and like see, see family and that kind of thing. Did they recognize that you are the host of a podcast that is on the verge of having 30 episodes or <laughs> my cousin afterwards did text me shout out to Brittany thank you so much for texting me and encouraging me she's like I listened to your podcast I love it and I was like you're the best thank you 
So no, I didn't talk about that. I, I did have an aunt come up to me and she goes, you post a lot about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and I was like, it's true. Aunt Ro, I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I, d- I did confess to her. I was like, at the beginning of the pandemic, Chick-fil-A was the only place I'd go to because it's the Lord's chicken and I knew it was blessed. <laughs> we didn't eat on Sundays. So you're, you're, was it a granddad that passed away? Yeah. So it was my dad's dad. Um, and my dad has three other brothers. So four boys and they each like got up and spoke about their grandfather. And um, I knew like, I mean, I knew family that was in the room, but there's a lot of people I, I didn't really know because it was at my grandfather's church, which is in South Carolina. And um, then there was just like my, my grandfather, who was a pastor of a church in uh, Virginia Beach. Um, and there was just a lot of people from congregation and that kind of thing. And from the past that had come. And I was like, I don't I don't really know these people, but they were so kind and um, just coming and sharing stories and loving on the family, that sort of thing. Funerals are a part of a pastor's life. There was a point for me. I was at a church. It was heavy senior adult. And it was kind of into the DNA of the church to go to funerals. So there were always staff at the funerals. We had a senior adult pastor who's my age, by the way, and another friend. Somehow the three of us were sent to a funeral together. But no one knew the person because they weren't a church member. They were in some way, shape, or form, a friend of a friend of a friend, but we still had to go. Mm-hmm. So we walked into the funeral home, and we didn't we didn't know the person at all. We just knew we knew where that person would be. So uh, we walked in. We looked for the uh, the God. You know, at the very beginning, there'll be a picture, more than likely, of the family. And we went to look, and there was no picture of anyone. So our next plan was we're going to step into the to the parlor, a word that we probably don't use enough. We're going to step into the parlor, unless we're talking about, you know, the political right. And as we uh, stepped into the parlor, there was a huge TV, and on the huge television, there were scrolling pictures. And we thought, okay, we're going to watch the scrolling pictures. We're going to recognize, because we already knew who the person was, mm-hmm. we're going to recognize other people who are in some – uh, somewhere around them, you know, in, in the standing of the photos, and we're going to express our condolences. And the three of us were standing there, and the screen froze. Oh, no. And no one knew what to do. Oh, no. But I'm also, like, 31, 32 years old at the time, so I, I kind of started laughing. Oh, no. And all three of us were kind of laughing, and we had to excuse ourselves from the moment and go into the hallway. So funerals, they're, they're difficult. Was it a, uh, for you guys, I, I know he passed away. How long ago now? Yeah, it was um, over a month ago. So, yeah. So, you know, they're, it's doing that stuff right now in, in this day and age is just very mm. tricky because you have to wait for stuff and the grief, you, have, you wait to grieve, you wait to, to, to deal with any of the aspects of someone passing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, when I worked at my previous job, um, there was a lot of people who, um, felt very similar with me in the sense of like when a, a famous person would pass, um, I felt like they just didn't get their, I mean, yeah, they're, they're running articles and expressing their condolences when someone, you know, like a movie star, somebody on TV, an actor, something like that passes, but I felt like they just didn't give them 
the time and um, memorial that they needed. And so me and a couple of friends, uh, we would have memorial lunches at lunch and we would get a meeting room and we would bring our lunches. And when Mary um, Tyler Moore passed, we, we watched her shows and we memorialized her and remembered her. <laughs> it sounds almost like a variant of the Finer Things Club, except <laughs> the, the reminiscing club. Memorial lunches. <laughs> when I told Hope Poe that we were going to have a conversation about funerals and the like today, she handed me a, a book. Uh, it's called Being Dead is No Excuse, the Official Southern Lady's Guide to Hosting the Perfect Funeral. And this book is full of uh, recipes and little short guidepost style essays about mm. uh, various funeral situations and scenarios. So if you're looking for a real page turner in consideration of death. Again, being dead is no excuse. The official Southern Ladies Guide to Hosting the Perfect Funeral. Uh, we, I, I flipped through it. There's a lot of stuff about the Methodist uh, funeral celebration and the Episcopal full funeral celebration. Mm -hmm. Didn't see the word Baptist in there at all. So, you know, feel free to any, look that up. Any tips and tricks for us as we... Uh... A lot Prepare of deviled eggs. Next. As a non-deviled egg person, bah. On the cover of the book, it has deviled eggs with olives on top of them. I would not pair that together. I would never eat a deviled egg, and I would. <laughs> I rarely will eat an olive, and the combination of the two sends me into despair. <laughs> so, when do you pick up this book? When someone has passed, or do you need to go ahead and jump on it before you, before someone does? Well, I think as a Southern lady, you probably need to have a, a ownership of the book right now, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the, when something happens, you're not having to process everything at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, you that's know. true. I, I need to get that Methodist meatloaf and get it ready. Hide it in your heart. Hide it somewhere. I'm not a big <laughs> meatloaf fan either. Yeah, I do appreciate... Like um, the giving of flowers is really thoughtful. Um, my dad's work got him um, one of those, like it has um, fruit and nuts and that sort of thing. What, it, you know, like what I'm talking about? Fruit and nuts. I know <laughs> what both of those are. Oh, like um, it's, it's a very nice gift that you typically would get like, I guess you'd give it to somebody whose family member had passed, but I've also seen them at like holidays and things where they're individually wrapped like fruits, really nice for, is it Harry and David or something? I don't know either one of them. Oh, <laughs> anyway, it was a really nice gift, but like, I know that that's hard sometimes of like, what does somebody need? Like sometimes people say, don't give Flowers, give them in lieu, uh, like do this. In, in lieu, lieu of, of flowers, flowers, give to the Caring Bridge. In lieu of yes. flowers, give to uh, the Lions Club. In lieu yes. of, look, I've my entire nuclear family has passed away, so we can make mm. this as awkward as we need to. But mm. in lieu of flowers, give to X, Y, and Z. For me, I'm like, in lieu of flowers, could you create a GoFundMe to buy a PS5? Like that kind of thing. That's what, <laughs> in lieu of flowers, what if you paid for my Apple TV Plus subscription for the next three years? Chick-fil-A gift cards. I still have not found the Chick-fil-A gift card that I... I've misplaced two Chick-fil-A gift cards. Oh, no. That is gold. The only day that I don't worry about finding them is on Sunday. Speaking of the word of the day being life, 
that Chick-fil-A gift card or any gift card in that matter is life giving because you have the opportunity of choice, but it's still like directed. So it's not like a, here's a hundred bucks. Like, no, I know you're going to spend a hundred bucks, but you got to spend it at target. And then I'm like, that's all I need is just a little bit of direction. (laughs) There are people who don't believe in giving gift cards. Mm. I'm not one of those people. If you ever are ever thinking, hmm, why should I get Chad? Feel free to send me a gift card. I will not think to myself, I will not turn my nose up. I will not judge you under my breath as if you can judge somebody under your breath. I won't do anything like, I think, man, what a good human being because they know that I have been eating these chicken sandwiches for a while, obviously, and I will benefit in many ways greatly from it. In some ways, not so greatly. But let's make sure that we are okay with gift cards. I want to be the person who says gift cards are the way to go. Well, you thought about them. So you spent the time to purchase the gift card. It goes neatly in an envelope. So you can send it along with the card or they can slip it in their wallet, you know, and carry it around with them until they go to that destination and then purchase whatever it is. So it's win-win for me. Win-win-win in the words of Michael Scott, Michael Gary Scott. I don't know who the third win is. Chick-fil-A wins. On the Facebook.com, uh, your husband, Joshua McMillan, known for his uh, baked goods and, and cooking, cleaning, parenting, Audrey. general carrying your family through from day to day. <laughs> I noticed that he'd sent you flowers. He sent them on Thursday and you went out of town on Friday. And I found great joy in the fact that I knew he was going to be home by himself over the course of the next three days. And Josh... Josh gifted himself beauty and I appreciate it. Well, he did write on the card. I know you're about to go out of town, but I wanted you to enjoy these. He even confessed after he sent them. He was like, I was going to send them to your parents, but I just didn't know because we were trying to still figure out the timing of when I was going to leave. I ended up leaving earlier than we had initially anticipated because of weather. Um, And so he sent them early. Yes. And I got them and we were supposed to be getting, um, our dishwasher fixed. And so when they had flowers in their hands, I was like, oh, is this like a two for one? Like you give me flowers and you fix my dishwasher? Like this is amazing. But they did not, they did not come in my house. They just gave me flowers and left. And then um through the course of the weekend, like Josh would take pictures of the kids and that kind of thing. And at one point he said, Ezra asked me to take pictures to send to you. He's like, this is a very fancy meal because the flowers are on the table and it's them just eating their pizza at dinner time on Friday night. At what age do your birthdays stop mattering? Oh, birthdays will always matter to me. That doesn't shock me in the least. <laughs> Josh does not care does not care about birthdays. He's like, whatever. But because we share a birthday, I'm, I make them matter. (laughs) Chad, I don't know about you and your family, but sweet tea is a flipping huge deal in our house. Every holiday, every special occasion, especially for my mom, number one fan of the show. (laughs) It's an everyday occasion. Lydia, I have told you once, and I will tell you again, you need to try the sweet tea from the Alabama sweet tea company. They not only deliver classic Southern sweet tea, but using the very best ingredients, but they've got numerous other options as well as a fantastic shop 
with great t-shirts and paraphernalia to go along with your sweet tea experience. Make sure you go over to alabamasweettea.com for details so that you can, in the words of uh, Donna, treat yourself. This is a sweet tea experience to be had. And now on to the show. Okay, Chad, so I've got a quiz for us. We are not sponsored or get any money from BuzzFeed, but this is a BuzzFeed quiz and you know how we love our quizzes. So listeners, play along with us. Um, this is which Infinity War character said these final words before they died. Are you ready for right, this? Let's go. Okay, here's the deal. Each quote is a final word of the character in Avengers Infinity War right before they died. Can you match the character to their last words? Okay, first one. Here we go. This is the uh, epicenter of my wheelhouse, and I feel good about it. <laughs> well, and the first one's really easy, and we have um, options. We have um, four. May not need them. Carry yeah, on. exactly. I am grouped. I would say that is Groot. <laughs> well, your choices are Maria Hill, Groot, Mantis, or Bucky. So I believe in you. <laughs> Correct. Obviously, Groot said that. Okay, here we go. Um, James Gunn confirmed that Groot is actually saying dad here to Rocket, just in case you wanted wanted to know. That is heartfelt. All right. You will never be a god. Okay, you ready for the options? No. Uh, that was said on, on Titan. And I think that Thanos said that to Tony Stark. Okay, so your options are Loki, Heimdall, is that how you say it? Yes. Scarlet Witch or Gamora? Loki. Is that your final answer? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. It was Loki. While Thanos was choking him to death. Yes, at the, at the, very, at the opening of the movie. You're right. Yes, yes. Good work, good work. Quill? Question mark? Gamora said that to Peter Quill as um, she was in Thanos' death grip. Ugh. Okay, you, are you ready for your options? Am I wrong? Yeah. Here Black, <laughs> Black Panther, Spider-Man, Mantis, or Drax? Quill? Drax. Drax said that to Peter Quill. Woo, yes. Drax looked at his at, to his captain when he started to turn to dust, sobbing. Woo. Okay. Oh, man. This is all before they turned to dust, except for the Loki one. Um, yep. Give yep. me the options. Okay. Peter Quill, Bucky, Doctor Strange, or Spider-Man. This is a hard one. I really can't remember. I would say Peter Quill said that. Did Spider-Man, I thought Spider-Man said, I don't feel so good. Okay, um, so is that your final answer, P Peter Quill? I guess I'm wrong. Yes. You're right. Those are the last words of Peter Quill. Mm. Mm, so good. Steve. That's the last word, Steve. Yep. Ready for those options? Yes. Black Panther, Scarlet Witch, Bucky, or War Machine? It was Bucky. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes, Bucky, looking at Steve Rogers. He started to disappear. Best friends. <laughs> Best friends for 100 years. For life. All right, I love you. Mm, give me options. Okay. Um, it looks like Scarlet Witch, 
Spider-Man, Vision, or Drax? Well, Drax is not the answer. We know that. <laughs> um, Spider-Man is not the answer. What were the other two? Wanda or Vision? Scarlet Witch or Vision? It has to be Vision because Wanda doesn't die. Spoiler. <laughs> you just ruined it for everybody. Just kidding. Okay, is that your final answer? Um, Yeah, Vision said that to Wanda before he died. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then, of course, he dies the second time moments later. Ouch. <laughs> Ew. Tough, <laughs> tough look. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. You could never. But right before he dusted. Um, he or I mean, she. He or she. You could never. You could never. Give them me. Give me the options. Gamora, Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, or Vision. Scarlet Witch. Final answer? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. So she is talking to Thanos before he snaps her out of existence. Well, she died in his. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Carry on. This isn't love. Options. Okay. <clears throat> Black Panther, Spider-Man, War Machine, or Gamora? I feel like that's a very Gamora thing to say. Well, didn't she just say the last one? No, that was Scarlet Witch that said that. Okay, good. That's yeah. Gamora. Gamora said okay. that. Okay. Final answer? Yes, that's before he throws her into that pit. Spoiler. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a, a spoiler <laughs> alert on this. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Ugh. These are much more difficult than you would think. Uh, give me yeah. options. Yeah. Okay, we got Maria Hill, Black Panther, Spider-Man, or... Heimdall. Heimdall? How do you say his name? Heimdall. Heimdall. Thank I'll, you. Heimdall. Is it Heimdall? Is that your final answer? I think so. It was Spider-Man. So <clears throat> this is what Spidey says to Tony Stark right before he turned to dust in Tony's arms. You might not have heard it because you are probably still sobbing loudly from hearing him say, I don't want to go over and over. I don't, I don't want to go. I don't feel so good. <laughs> I don't feel so good. It was rough. You gotta grab, yeah, and then you go. That's right, because it's the name of this segment, the grab and go. We've had, uh, you know, just as you think about the idea of celebration and life and death, uh, we can go to the scriptures and see there is a celebration uh, of life taking place in the Bible. And we can see death is a sad thing. Anyone who goes through the, the loss of a loved one, it's hard. It's hard on your heart. It's hard on you emotionally. Even when they've lived, how old was your granddad, Lydia? Yeah, in his eighties. And it's still sad. Yeah, I um, at at the funeral, my grandmother came, and she just turned eighty. My other, my mom's mom, and it was so great to see her. Uh, I was like bawling like a baby. I was like, I haven't seen you in ages, even though I talked to her every day. And it just reminded me of like an Esther, where it says, "For such a time as this, like, are we?" Are we being sensitive to what the Lord is doing in our life and making the most of every opportunity that we get? Like it just resets your perspective on like how precious life is and making the moments of relationships and um, opportunities that God would give us. We have two places, numerous places in the scriptures where Jesus gives life where there was death. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those a little girl, it says, was was sick to the point of death. She's 12 years old, 
they come to Jesus and they say to him, hey, don't worry about going all the way to her house because he got he he was interrupted. Uh, she's not dead. She's just asleep is what Jesus is what Jesus replies. Mm. She's not dead. She's just asleep. And my little girl, she's eight. She'll wake me up sometimes and she'll do so by taking hold of my, my CPAP machine. I have to wear one of those things that makes me look like Darth Vader or whatever. And she'll pop the nose on it to mm. wake me up. No, no, ma'am. And it hit me like, like Jesus, it's easier for Jesus to call someone back from death than it is for my little girl to wake me up from, a, from being asleep. Mm. That's what we see in the scriptures. And, when, and then in John, John 11, Jesus goes to the funeral of Mary and Martha. They were professional mourners at both of these. You know, you mentioned your cousins and everybody in the mm. Bible, they would pay people to come and weep. And when Jesus got there, Martha said, Jesus, if you'd been here, he wouldn't be dead. Uh, Mary said basically the same thing. If he'd been here, you wouldn't be dead. And Jesus said to both of them, I am the resurrection and the life. I, I don't just give life. I don't just make sure that you keep your life. Life is completely based in me. And tell them that's the most memorized verse in the Bible because it's only two words. Jesus wept mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And I read one commentator uh, he said that Jesus wept because he looked at death and um, that's not the way the world's supposed to be. Death isn't the way the world's supposed to be that Jesus is coming into a broken world, broken by broken to the point where sin affects us and sin causes death to take place in us. And he offers life in the midst and offers life in, in exchange for it. So we get to look at a really good idea of Jesus being life. And hopefully we'll cling to that this week as we think about what it means for us to be God's people, people who love him and people who are loved by him. Lydia, we've had a really uh, unique conversation about death and life and somehow deviled eggs. Uh, Can you let our new friends know the best place to stay in touch with us? Yes, uh, you can find us at hold on podcast on Instagram and Twitter at hold on pod on Facebook. We also have our Facebook group. So come over there and join in on all the fun conversations. Thanks again to our friends, Alabama sweet tea company and Megan from Megan's Mickey dream vacations. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.